Let's take a look at the bigger picture. Davis Granton is with us, founder, CEO, Sound Income Strategies. How are you feeling about the markets? I mean, we had that rally last week, Friday was looking great, um, and now it's just this back and forth over the unchanged line, and, and the truth is we're down for the week. Yeah, the markets are trying to figure out we're gonna have recession this year, recession next year, are we in a recession already? And like you said, even when there's a recovery, there seems to be a little bit of weakness we can't seem to string together more than a couple of positive days and it turns negative again. We did string together some positive days after we had that huge sell-off more than a week ago. But, but you know, you also, in a market like this, get these things called dead cat bounces where things do tend to come back up again. They've come down so precipitously. So I think it's going to take a while for the market to find its footing here in the weeks to come. Um, and, and there's going to be more volatility. And a lot of it's going to depend upon ultimately what the Federal Reserve does, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And that so much of that is um, obviously contingent upon all the economic prints that we've been getting in. And we're still seeing very high inflation. I mean, yes, we are off the highest points, but still very strong, um, you know, notably record inflation, the most in 40 years. So at this point now, you think the Fed stays on track for raising rates pretty pretty quickly and front-loading. I think they're going to stay too much on track. Uh, you know, as your previous guest said, part of the problem with some of the cruise lines and airlines is inflation. Because inflation is an automatic tightener, right? As prices go up, people eventually feel the stranglehold. They can't spend as much money. And it's those things that are more frivolous that tend to go to the wayside first. And the problem is the Federal Reserve is always looking at the numbers and they're always in arrears. Uh, sometimes you can be seeing inflation coming down, but the numbers say it's still going up for another six months because of you know factors that might even be on, be on our time frame and discussion today. So a lot of people look at it and say, you know what, we're, we're starting to see it crest right now. We're starting to see pressure. The whole question of are we in a uh, uh, recession or not right now? Well, it really doesn't matter whether second quarter GDP is up 1% or down 1%. Bottom line is we've decelerated significantly. And with more tightening, we have some pressure moving forward. So, uh, we're up against a lot of things right now, and I think they will tighten uh, you know, more than maybe they should at this point. Understood, understood. So here's the thing, though. With the market falling the way it is and high inflation that is now really putting people on their heels, right? They're saying, look, I'm not going to my Aunt Mary's because it costs too much to fill up my gas tank. And that those two things, with the stock market falling, um, so people are having less wealth overall, right? Or at least on paper, coupled with less spending, um, does that trigger what in our economy? Does it trigger a recession? Does it take inflation down? It, it hurts. So I remember going back to maybe 2011, Nicole, and I don't know if you've ever been in Palm Beach, Florida, on Worth Avenue, but Worth Avenue is like the Rodeo Drive of Palm Beach. And, you know, a lot of those folks had gotten hit hard by Bernie Madoff uh, when when we all found out about him. So let's say you have somebody who had, who's worth $50 million living on Palm Beach proper who lost a third of their money, and now they're worth $33 million, right? Well, I'm sure we were, they were passing through a $33 million net worth on the way up several years before. They were shopping on Rodeo Drive on Fourth Avenue because they felt positive their wealth was going through 33 million in the right direction. But when it was going through 33 million going downward, 
There were literally tumbleweeds on the street that day, and that was a Saturday afternoon in the cold. So the wealth effect is real. When people feel wealthy, they spend more. When they feel poor, they spend less. It's not about their net worth. It's about the direction that their net worth is going that affects their psychology. And that alone can cause a recession. Right. And so if they don't feel as wealthy, they're not spending as much and they're not contributing to GDP. And that's and that's the whole point behind that. I did see an interesting stat about home prices and how there's no secret, right? We know home prices have soared. In fact, in the 20 cities, six months in a row, um, they've moved up to these record levels and now really double digits in many cases. Tampa, you mentioned Florida. I saw Tampa was 36 percent higher. Um, there's no relief there because you're going to have, um, you know, not right now. You still have these very high prices. and. I don't know how much they'll come down at any point, but mortgage rates are going to stop some of the action. Yeah. Well, you know, mortgage rates now have made a monthly payment on a typical 30-year mortgage, uh, you know, 30 to 50% more expensive. So if you're paying cash, okay, you're paying more because the price has gone up. If you're financing it, you're paying all that plus 30 to 50% more. So that has to have an effect, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be regional. Places like Southern Florida, where a lot of people are coming and paying cash, it may not have as big of an effect, but in a lot of average places where families are trying to buy homes, uh, we, we are gonna see that. And, uh, but the builders are still going, they're building. And, and again, they, they, we see this every cycle, right? Builders build, banks loan, and they do it a little too long, and then all of a sudden things turn, and there's yeah. empty high rises that people can't let me ask you this. What's your advice to investors now? What should they do? Should they be buying something? I mean, you know, I, I, I heard one money manager saying, look, you, you loved it before. It's down 30%. Why wouldn't you buy something now? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really the question of the day, right? So obviously, like we always talk about, it always depends upon your goals, your time horizon. Um, you know, if you've got 20 years to go to retirement, probably don't change a thing. Probably continue to stay you know, fairly aggressive, dollar cost average, it doesn't make a big difference. If you've got 10 years or less, you wanna be careful. Uh, you know, Maybe if you're 10 years out, looking at higher dividend equities makes sense because uh, they higher dividend equities tend to be able to pass on inflation more to the consumer and therefore you know, not have to cut dividends and they tend to drop a lot less in value than for growth stocks. But now if you're getting maybe within five years of retirement, it's really time to start looking at fixed income again. Yeah, I read a statistic recently that the inflows in the fixed income ETFs are the highest they've been now in over a decade because all of a sudden rates on like the 10-year treasury have basically doubled. So all of a sudden bonds are back in play as a viable option for a lot of folks. Yeah, understood. David, thank you. Of course, David you're very Trenton, welcome. founder. CEO, Sound Income Strategies. Thanks so much.